Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan Milligan. Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast. This is Jonathan, your host, where we talk about how to work less, do more, and live with greater focus. You know, when I look back at my journey over the last few years, one of the areas that I believe has been critically important in where I am today is actually discovering my talents growing those talents, and believing in those talents. So today our podcast episode is really focused in on this thought. How can I believe in and grow my talents? Just a little bit, I'm going to talk about five specific ways that you can do that. You know, recently I actually hiked a section of the Appalachian Trail. It was beautiful, quiet, The section of the trail we hiked was mostly uphill. The trail was covered in big rocks, which required you to pay attention to each and every step along the way. It reminded me of a statement I heard John Maxwell say recently, and that is this, success is uphill all the way. And so it is with growing your talents. You were born with talents. You have certain abilities, strengths, that make you unique. One of the great journeys of this life is to discover your talents. However, discovering your talent is actually only one leg of the journey. Believing in and growing your talent separates you from the crowd. You know, when you were a kid, you probably had some talents that were identified early. Maybe you were athletic, or maybe you were really smart in the spelling bee, or maybe you just pretty much stood out amongst everyone else because you were taller than the rest of the crowd. But as we get older, things change. We kind of fall into school and high school and we move into college and many of us don't even know what to really major in. So we major in general studies and we kind of just move into what people tell us to do and then we kind of get into work and before we know it, we're working in jobs we don't like with people we don't really enjoy being around, all so that we can maintain our status at home. But you know, there's more to life than just that. And when you really begin to discover where your strengths are and you move toward them, opportunities begin to open up for you. But when you stop growing, doors stop opening. But here's three steps before we kind of get into the the really five ways to grow your talents. There's three steps that have to take place. Number one, you have to discover your talents. You actually have to, to take time to see what it is that you're good at. What things come natural to you that are difficult for other people. Often we look over those. We just think, well, if they're easy for us, they're probably easy for everyone else. The truth is that that's probably not true. There are probably things that you naturally do well and they're easy for you because there's a little insight there. There there are some talents that exist there. And you need to cultivate that and you need to ask other people and you need to, to be aware of them. But number two, you have to believe in your talents. 
Do you really believe that those talents can take you somewhere? Can they help you to reach your goals? Can they take you to a new level of satisfaction in your work? Do you believe in them? You know, a great example of this is a guy named Jeff Goins. And you can find him at GoinsWriter.com. He actually wrote a book called You Are a Writer. And really, what he was trying to get across is, for, for many years, he dabbled in writing. He even kind of told other people how to do writing, and he he showed them how to be a little bit better, and and he would kind of dabble in writing for magazines and publications, but he never fully owned it until he finally had the realization that this was a talent of his and that he needed to cultivate it and own it. And when he owned it, things began to happen. And that's what I'm talking about. You have to grow your talents, believe in your talents. And when you begin to believe in them, good things begin to happen, which leads to number three, which is growing them. You have to grow your talents and use them on a regular basis. So right now, I'm assuming for most of you, you probably have some insights as to what your talents are. So then the real question becomes, where do I go from here? Well, I've got a few tips to offer you, and really these are five these are five different ways that you can grow your talents. And when I look back at my journey, many of these are true. Here's number one. Be willing to put yourself out there. No one ever accomplished anything great who hid their talents. In fact, many believe that you can lose your talents if you don't use them on a regular basis. It requires courage for you to put yourself out there. Now, the reason why we don't is because we don't want to face rejection or criticism. So we just kind of live in this comfort zone, and we live in this place where no one can reject anything that we do. Maybe you might have been told in the past that you're not good enough. However, accepting feedback, taking courage, and making adjustments when needed is where the successful people live. On the road to success is a pathway of failure. It's aligned with those, those failures along the way that it really just gives you an opportunity when you fail or you don't do something right. It gives you an opportunity to start over again more intelligibly. And you can pick yourself off and dust yourself off and move forward. So the question today is, are you putting yourself out there? Where do you put yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? When's the last time you did anything that was a little bit risky? You know, maybe you're a blogger and you're kind of hiding behind your blog. You haven't been willing to really put yourself out there. You've just kind of been playing it safe. Maybe you're a writer and you're, you're afraid of rejection, so you just have that manuscript that's sitting on your desktop while the rest of the world is dying to hear your message. But yet fear is holding you back. So you have to, first of all, if you're going to grow your talents, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. Number two is learn from each experience along the way. You know, you never want to devalue any milestone, setback, or goal. Do not have your eyes so set on the end goal that you miss the little things along the way. You know, example is while I was on the Appalachian Trail hike, you know, we moved past cool rocks 
interesting creatures and some amazing trees. There's so many advantages to slowing down and taking in where you are in the moment. So it's not always about the destination. Sometimes, and most of the time, it's about the journey. Learn to enjoy the journey. Learn something from every experience along the way. So you put yourself out there, and then you kind of ask yourself, you know, what, what have I learned about this? What have I learned about the thing, good things that happened? What did I learn about the things that weren't so great? Learn from each experience, good or bad, along the way. That brings me to number three. All successful people have failures. Have you noticed a common thread among successful people? They didn't always get it right all the time. Working in your strength areas and in your places of talent is not always a guarantee for success. However, that's okay. You know, I love what Zig Ziglar often says, failure is not a person. It's an event. You know, while we were going along our hike on the Appalachian Trail, we also saw some interesting shiny rocks. And when I asked someone who was kind of our lead guide what these were, he said it was fool's gold. They were shiny. They looked like something valuable. But the truth is they were worthless. They, they looked like they were something, but they really weren't. You know, it's true on the path to success. You're going to leave behind fool's gold. There's going to be things that you do that are just complete failures. They're worthless. Or are they? The thing is you can learn from just about any situation. So the things you thought would lead to success, they just didn't work out. But there's no worries because that is just simply part of the journey. So all successful people have failures. It's an important thing for you to learn when growing your talent. Number four, write about your successes. You see, this is, I believe this. The more that I have got into journaling and writing on a regular basis, I believe this wholeheartedly. What we don't write down, we often miss. Probably one of the most amazing things that you'll get out of a regular time of journaling is how much stuff you repeat. Because there, is, there are those things that, that you feel like you need to do or you need to get done or you need to, to be aware of or you need to change. And when you keep writing it down day after day, it really shows you what's going on in your mind, in your thought life, in your process of, of processing things. You really have to decide, I'm going to take care of this. I'm, I'm tired of it dominating my psyche, and I want to, in fact, get this thing done. I want to, I want to change for the good. I want to take a minute or two to kind of walk you through my process for journaling and writing down my experiences. You know, when I first started, it was, you know, I'd read a lot of benefits of writing and journaling, and to be honest with you, I saw it more as a diary, something that ladies enjoy doing and writing about. And really, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't so sure, being a man, if it was 
the manly thing to do as if I would have to check in my man card in order to start really benefiting from journaling. But the truth is I have found so much enjoyment and growth out of journaling that I would encourage all of you, male and female, to jump in and begin doing it. It's not like you have to dedicate an hour to it every single day to really gain benefit from it. But it has truly helped me uh, in growing my talents and moving myself forward. I actually wrote a blog post called The Benefits of Morning Pages. And there'll be a link in the show notes that you can go and read it. And I won't spend the entire time talking about it. But essentially, this is a concept that came about in a book called The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. And essentially, her thought process is that you should start off your day, or I should say it this way, a lot of times when we start or begin our day, we have our mind going 90 miles an hour. Have you ever been there? Where you just, you have all these to-dos and you have these things swirling around for your day and you've got things that you're worried about, things that you're thinking about, projects you want to start, ideas that you have. I mean, all this is swirling around in your head. So the idea of morning pages is simple. You're supposed to sit down at the start of your day in the morning and journal three pages. Just simply write. Don't worry about, you know, you're, you're not publishing it out there to the world. Doesn't have to, it's okay if it jumps around from one topic to the next. You just want to get it out. You want to get what's going on in your mind out so that you can think clear for the day. You know, I don't use necessarily a physical journal. What I like to do is I simply use Evernote. And when I'm using Evernote, I label it the date. And then I just write. I write everything that's going on in my mind, whether it's spiritual or, or mental or or physical challenges or whatever it is that I'm going through at the moment. I get it all out. And it really helps me and it benefits me in, in several different ways. And I just would encourage you to begin thinking about writing down what is going on in your life. Just simply writing down those successes, those failures, those challenges, those obstacles. Because when you see an obstacle or a challenge that keeps creeping up day after day, it really makes you want to attack it and get over it. It's amazing how that works. And then number five, if you want to grow your talents, I would encourage you to set 90-day goals to improve your focus. A great way to make sure you're actively engaging your talents is to set some short-term goals. For me, 90-day goals work best. And if you've been on the Simple Life Habits blog for any length of time, I've written several different blog posts regarding this. But basically what happens for me is each quarter of the year, I set a few goals that I want to accomplish in the next 90 days. For me, this is much more meaningful than trying to set uh, yearly goals or New Year resolutions. They're too big. I like to keep it simple. So the 90-day goals give me a laser focus on an actionable, obtainable goal, and it's got a deadline. So I, I, right now, I'm working through quarter number four. Quarter number four is things I'm trying to get done before the end of the year. 
Now these are things I've just started in October and I'm going to accomplish them before the end of the year. So they're in a 90 day time frame. So I have October, November, and December to work on these goals. Then I'll move into working on and setting goals for January, February, and March with the deadline of April the 1st. Then I'll have in quarter two, April, May, and June that I'm trying to get done for July the 1st. Then the third quarter is July, August, and September with the deadline of October the 1st. I've been doing that now for probably close to a year and a half, if not two years, and it has really helped me to, to take steps forward. And the other thing that's helped me is I actually put it on a whiteboard and I break it down into six different areas of my life. And I put those 90-day goals in each of those boxes, and then I work to getting those things crossed off during those 90 days. And that is when the, the magic happens. When you write it down, you see it on a regular basis, and you move toward it wanting to get those goals done. So my question for you today is this. Are you actively growing your talents? Do you believe in your ability to succeed? Remember we talked about believing in your talents and the importance of it. So what are you doing right now to engage your, ta your talents and your strengths? I want you to think about that. And if you haven't yet discovered your talents, that's a good place to start. Maybe for those of you that have discovered them, you need to believe in them first. It's not until you really believe that your talents can take you somewhere that you begin to really use them. And then finally, you can grow those talents. Again, you can be willing to put yourself out there. Learn from the ex each experience along the way. Remember that all successful people have failures. Write about your successes on a regular basis. And set those 90-day goals so that you can improve your focus and get more done. Well, that's it for this podcast. Again, we hope that you will rate us on iTunes. Thank you for the positive feedback so far. And my goal is each week to begin and continue to deliver actionable, simple life habits that, again, can help you to work less, do more, and live your life with greater passion and focus. So until next time, we'll talk to you then.